1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello and welcome to a Game 3 emergency, very brief edition of the Lockdown Blazers podcast. I'm your host, Eric Garcia Gunderson, and I am joined by my pal, Kevin Pelton from ESPN Insider. Yusuf Nurkic is going to play in Game 4, or Game 3, excuse me. The excitement has gotten to me as well. Game three of the Blazers Warriors series The team announced it Adrian Wojnarowski the first to Break the news But Yusuf Nurkic is going to play in game three Kevin Were you expecting this? You know, I kind of think going into this series, my expectation all
0: along was that they were going to focus on trying to get him back for Game 3. You looked at the structure of the series in terms of, you know, two days off between each of the first, you know, between Game 1 and Game 2 and then again Game 2 and Game 3. Gave him a lot of time to recover from that injury. We're now at you know three weeks since the in uh, a day since the, the initial diagnosis. Well, also kind of maximizing the chances of him making the difference in the series, especially you know with Kevin Durant again out in tonight's game. So all oh, of that kind of added up to me.
1: If he you know it's contingent on his health, but this was in my mind the target all along. Yeah, and as you mentioned, uh, another opportunity for Portland. They got one in game two, but they get another one. No Kevin Durant, no Sean Livingston, uh, no Matt Barnes, so it's going to be lots of Pat McCaw, obviously Iguodala as well, but uh, Portland uh, kind of has a – they have an opportunity here. I think if this is their best chance to win a game, would you say that that is probably the case? For sure, and, I mean,
0: you know, it's – short is the Warriors also warring game too. In many ways, I think this is, sounds crazy to say. Yusuf Nurkic might be more important to the Blazers than Kevin Durant is to the Warriors.
1: I can't. It's, it's not. It's not. I don't think you I don't. I don't think it's crazy because like we saw how the Warriors played without Kevin Durant for the last fifteen games or whatever that they went on that magical run. Steph and Clay looked like they were in seventy-three win season form, and yeah, no, I I think that's a great point that Nurkic in terms of this series, has a bigger impact, I think, on the action than whether Durant is there or not, because as great as Durant is on this team, it's not as, you know, it's not as much of a difference, I don't think, as what Nurkic provides for Portland. We saw that, you know, just insane up and down, the change in plus-minus, and, you know, what does Nurkic do that can help the Blazers in this series that maybe they've lacked in the first two games?
0: <laughs> First off, he's a big man who can stay on the court. I mean, their best lineups in this series have consistently been with you know Alvaro Camino at center and Maurice Harkless alongside him at power forward. But there's only so many minutes you can run out those lineups because of the fact that you know, you need those guys backing each other up, etc., things like that. And so they had to try to get some minutes from Vonley, who I thought would be effective in this series with his ability to switch and, you know, has had some good minutes against the Warriors in the past, but for whatever reason, foul trouble has been an issue, hasn't been effective in this series. And then Myers Leonard, you know, continuing to uh, struggle in some ways physically, and, and just not a great matchup for him against the Warriors.
1: No, I, I mean, I think, I was thinking about the Lillard 59-point game that he had here when when they played Utah and I was thinking oh hey Myers Leonard was really big in that game but Utah is a much more plodding slower team than the Warriors are so it's just it's harder for him to match up in this scenario and the point you made about Vonleh is totally true I thought he was going to be better in this series to me he looks like he's kind of just getting used to that focus that is required in the postseason on defense and I'm also interested to see you know, how is Nurkic being back tonight, how's that going to help him? Because I think he was, in terms of plus-minus, the guy that benefited the most from, from the arrival of Nurkic.
0: One thing we haven't seen is what the starting lineup is going to be. Terry Stotts did say pregame that Nurkic would start. Uh, he'll be limited in terms of minutes. Uh, but will they continue going with the smaller lineups with Harkless at power forward, or will they go back to Vonley-Nurkic? That's a, an interesting question, I think, to watch uh, looking at tonight's game. And then, you know, you mentioned the playoff crucible for Vonley. This is also going to be as, as excited as we are about Nurkic coming back into this series and what he can do in terms of giving the Blazers a third score and a defensive presence at the rim. He also has been out for three weeks. This will be his first playoff game. This is a pretty big step up in competition for him, too.
1: Yeah, big, big step from taking time off and and, and just trying to get right to now, you know, being called upon against the best team in the league. So uh, really excited to see how that develops. Nurkic, Vonley, who's going to start? I did a little bit of reporting before we got on. I have... I was told that there are no other changes in the starting lineup besides Nurkic, but so. But what that so I guess that means that they move Harkless back to three, Vonley to four. That is kind of a little hard to tell what that actually means, though. So we'll see who starts. Uh, but I think it's just going to be Nurkic in the middle, Vonley at the four, uh, and they're just going to go size down, I think, to try and make Zaza Pachulia guard. That's where I think they're going to go. Is have Zaza on Nurkic first because I would rather, you know, I think if you're looking at this matchup, you'd rather have that be the matchup than starting them off uh, without having a big man to guard Green and try and keep Green off the boards.
0: Makes sense. Yeah, and then you always have the option of coming in and going small in a hurry with Aminu. Uh, you know, you're putting him back into the role in which he's been most comfortable over the course of this season. So it would certainly be sensible if that was the case.
1: Uh, and. And for the Warriors, Steph and Clay have, have not really connected. Are you expecting them to kind of turn it around and, and get loose a little bit? Where do you think – or has Portland, do you think they've worked well on them defensively or do you think that's just going to come around? You know, it's interesting because everyone talks about usually when Duran is out, that has allowed Curry and Thompson to
0: play a little. And Curry certainly Jeff certainly played much differently in game two. It was a much more aggressive game. and you know, a lot of his own shots off the dribble just didn't go down. So, you know, we'll see if uh, he has more success. Uh, I'm sure he has fond memories. As uh, Blazers fans have equally unfond memories of the last time that he was in the Moda Center for a playoff game in game four coming back from his own
1: sprained MCL a year, year ago. And also, too, uh, Portland uh, had their worst offensive performance of the season in Game 2. Uh, guys like Alan Crabb have you know, incredible home and away splits when they shoot. And that's, that's generally the case with role players, isn't it? That They tend to, tend to shoot better at home. That's a conventional
0: wisdom. It's something I've long wanted to study, but haven't yet gotten around to. In terms of, you know, how much it really matters and, and it makes a difference. But you know, eventually, you you expect you expect Steph and Clay to shoot better than they have so far in this series. But you also expect that from Crab as
1: well. He's too good a shooter to be held down like this. And and uh, are you the atmosphere? I feel like too is going to play a factor. Uh... One of the things I read in in preparation of this game or preparation of the playoffs was Ben Falk's uh, post about the playoffs illustrating that it's a 5.5 point per 100 possession advantage when you're at home. So uh, do you think that that's enough to – do you think Portland has a chance tonight to kind of swing it back because of home court, because of the percentages and and, and the Nurkic momentum? Are you – is, it, is that something that you're,
0: is in the air tonight? I, uh, yeah, I think all of that gives them the shot, and maybe their best shot in this series. I think tonight's game, as you look at it, you know, we'll see whether Durant is back for Game Four. But it sounds, at this point, like you know he's been able to practice. It's just kind of precautionary, taking every precaution at this point. So we could see him back in Game Four, and this may be their game they they kind of need to get.
1: Yeah, and and, and, and it's a long haul for the Warriors. Uh, they have uh, bigger fish to fry. They don't need to rush him back, and uh, Mark Marcus Thompson reported that Durant pushed to play, but apparently was told by the Warriors to not. So a little background on what Durant is going through. Uh, any, any parting thoughts on Game 3 of the series, KP, before we uh, wrap it up? Well, I'm just excited. I know you know there was a lot of
0: uh, places Twitter got kind of melancholy after Game 2 and the, the lopsided nature of that outcome and was wondering whether it was really worth it to make the playoffs. Like, it, you know, this may be tougher if you're at home, but if you're here, part of this experience, I I think there's no
1: question it's worth it. All right, Kevin Pelton from ESPN Insider. Thank you. Yusuf Nurkic is back. We'll play in Game 3 of the Blazers-Warriors series that is set to start in about uh, 50 minutes from now. So uh, until next time, we will have a report of what it was like to be here uh, for the Nurkic fever getting back up to a high temperature. So until next time. That was deep. That
0: was deep for us. Huh? Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks.
1: It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating
0: stores for details.